Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We put up an Instagram post over the weekend after the Penrith Panthers victory saying that it was them at number one, Daylight at second, and in third place as far as this premiership goes, God knows. The Brisbane Broncos maybe, South Sydney, North Queensland, Melbourne... I've got no idea, but in my opinion, there is definitely a gap between first and whoever the hell you want to put in second place. And it was really interesting seeing the reaction of people. Obviously, you had the normal boneheads in the comment that said, oh, they beat Cronulla, so they're they're better than everyone else all of a sudden. It's like, okay, sure. The best defensive team in the competition for the last three years straight, uh, the team that's won the last two premierships. uh, I mean, sure, you can act like it's all about that one game if you're a complete nut of moron, but the reality is that my opinion on this has been built over a long period of time and it actually shocks me the amount of people that think you make an opinion based on one game. It is just ridiculous. But what the Penrith Panthers have done over the last few years has been tremendous. Uh, it has been amazing to watch. They are building something really special that I think is going to go down in rugby league history. A lot of people disagree. I think a lot of people disagree because they just don't like this Penrith Panthers side. Potentially they're a little bit jealous of how much better they are than their side. I think there's a lot of things that go into it, which is fair play. You're all passionate fans. I love that. Uh, but I think the true fans out there that just appreciate rugby league will understand and appreciate where this team has come from and also where they're going and how they've gone about it. Um, you know, you know, you call them arrogant, you call them cocky, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the 2020 season, they lost the grand final. I've said it a thousand times. Microphone went on the face of Jerome Lawyer. He said, this fucking sucks. This is awful. We're going to come back bigger and better, and we're going to come back and win this comp. He's won the last two grand finals in a row, and at the moment, I think they're destined to win a third at the moment. And I've always said this year, they are the team to beat. No team has managed to win three premierships in a row since Peter Sterling and Brett Kenny in the very early 80s with the Parramatta Eels. A record that looked like it was never going to be broken. It looked like Mission Impossible to win two comps in a row. The Penrith Panthers, in my opinion, I think the only thing stopping them from winning a comp this year is injuries or whatever. And you have a look over the last few years, the way that they've won their premierships, they've done it in different ways. So they, they you know, that they can win in so many ways, which is what makes this team so scary. And you have a look at their game against Cronulla. I'll talk about it in the rapid review. Were they perfect? No, they were far from it. I actually thought they were really clunky in attack. But this is what this Panthers side does. You get teams that go on a high 
then they drop off. This Panthers team, their drops, they are still dominating sides. It's just not as pretty as, as what it usually is. And it's all good and well to, you know, smash Cronulla and whatnot. The reality is the thing that mattered was the zero. Zero conceded. Say what you want about the Sharkies. They are able to score points from absolutely everywhere. Did everything go perfectly for the Sharkies? No, it didn't. They lost Will Kennedy, et cetera, et cetera. But you've got the Dallian medalist at half back there. You've got a star-studded back line. Plenty of points in that Sharkies team, Penrith. They just keep them to zero. They just do what they do week in, week out. That's why I'm so high on the Penrith Panthers. The other reason why I'm so high on the Penrith Panthers is because experience matters. And this is why I've felt very, very confident having them as my premiership favourites since day dot, since grand final last year, I've been saying. I think they would win a third premiership in a row. Uh, a lot of people wrote them off after the World Club Challenge. I stayed strong. I said, no, nope, this team, they will put it together. They've just got a few things to work out. Once again, the best defensive teams, they tend to lift trophies. I think of the last eight premierships that have been won, uh, they've been won by the best defensive team on seven occasions, yeah? The Penrith Panthers, they are the best defensive team by far and away. They can have injuries, they can lose players. You think about how many centres they've lost over the years and they just make it work. They just bring new guys into this system and they're all sweet. They lose Appy. It's far from perfect, Mitch Kenny and Sonny Luke. So many issues there and it's so evident. Even if you don't understand footy, it is so evident. But the Panthers side, they just make it work. They just get through it, and they make it work. And this is what makes them so special. Now, what what separates them from everyone else for me, once again, is finals experience. I've got people constantly messaging me and telling me, hey, you're sleeping on this team, you're sleeping on that team. I'm not sleeping on anyone. I know exactly what I'm looking at. You've got the New Zealand Warriors who are doing fantastic things. The Brisbane Broncos, they look unreal. The Melbourne Storm, strike weapons all over the place. The South Sydney Rabbitohs. Points galore. Let me tell you what separates the Penrith Panthers for me, though. Yeah, and this is what clearly separates it. And yes, teams are informed during the regular season. That's all good and well. And I'll tell you what, the Penrith Panthers would be sitting there going, you know what, sweet, play, play your good footy now. Because the reality is, for the Penrith Panthers, their season starts in September. That's when it starts. They don't give a flying fuck what happens up until then. You've got all these teams playing fantastic footy, getting all the hype up and everything. But when you get to finals footy, when you get to those gritty, tough games... It comes down to who is going to defend the best and who's going to hang in the longest. Who's the team that hangs in better than any other side? It's the Penrith Panthers by far and away. And you go through their last couple of seasons. 2020, they scored heaps of points and and and, and conceded points in that, in, in that final series. Went all the way to the grand final. The year after that, they scored no points. They just defended and kicked their ass to a premiership. Then last year... It flicked back once again to that attacking footy. As I said in this podcast, they can win in so many ways, and I think this is what so many people sleep on or just choose to ignore when they're talking about this Penrith Panthers side. When you have a look at what they've done over the last few years, they've played in 10 finals games in the last three years. They've won eight of them, so pretty impressive. The only two games they've lost was, of course, the 2020 Grand Final against Cam Smith, and then they lost that that finals week one game against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They've been undefeated in every other game. So they've won eight of their last 10 games. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, but they won two comps. Of course they won a lot of finals games. But winning finals games isn't easy. And I think I'm just going to reveal some numbers to you that sort of show that. Now, when I said the other day, it's the Penrith Panthers, Daylight, everyone else. One of the main teams I got messages about was the Brisbane Broncos, which was wild because it was only three weeks ago I did a podcast asking people who are the contenders, who are the pretenders. And the vast majority of people were telling me the Brisbane Broncos were pretenders. They were about to fall off a cliff like they did last year. All of a sudden, now I've got this crowd of people telling me they're the team to beat the Brisbane Broncos. They're, they're, they're the team to beat the Penrith Panthers. Can I just remind you, 
as I said, the Penrith Panthers, they've played in 10 finals games in the last three years. They've won eight of them, yeah? The Brisbane Broncos, they haven't won a finals game since 2017. It's been five years since the Brisbane Broncos have won a finals game. Is their team red hot? 100%. Are they killing it? Yes, without a doubt. Have they got a brand of footy that would potentially push the Penrith Panthers? I think they can. But are they going to be able to do it on the biggest stages under the brightest lights? Because I know the Penrith Panthers are. Are the Brisbane Broncos going to be able to? Are the Brisbane Broncos going to be able to handle getting into a grind with this Penrith Panther sides? Because I seriously question if they will. If the Brisbane Broncos are allowed to play their style, I'm very confident that they can push the Penrith Panthers. But you know the Panthers aren't going to allow them to do it. You know they're going to have to play Penrith Panthers footy because it is the big stage and they own it. So I, I'm so far from convinced that this Broncos side is going to be able to take it to this Penrith Panther side and beat them on the biggest stage because the reality is they don't have the experience. They don't have the finals footy experience. They've got certain players that do. Adam Reynolds, their halfback, who is a huge, huge plus. There is no doubt about that. But the hooker has never played finals footy. The fullback has never played finals footy. Essentially, their entire forward pack has not played Finals footy outside of Kurt Cable. All the rest of these young guys, Pat Carrigan, Payne Haas, Flegler, all these guys, they haven't played finals footy. You look over the other side of the park at the Penrith Panthers, Fisher-Harris, all, all these guys that have played for the last three years and gone all the way to grand finals. All, I, I'm telling you, the Broncos, since 2017, they have played in one finals game. They got beat 58-0 in that game. Experience matters when it comes down to the big games. And this is why I've got the Penrith Panthers so far above everyone else. Brisbane have played in one finals game in the last five years and they got blown off the park. I think it's the biggest deficit in a finals game ever. 58-0 against Parramatta. Meanwhile, the Penrith Panthers, they've won eight of their last ten games, including two premierships and another grand final victory. And they came very close to winning that, that grand final as well. It could have been three premierships in a row, potentially. But still, eight, out, eight wins in their last 10 finals games, and they have been the hunted for the vast majority of that as well. So for me, I think the Broncos have got a tremendous team. They've had a fantastic season. But to say they're better than the Penrith Panthers, when they haven't even been on the biggest stage in finals, they haven't been there in five years, the Penrith Panthers have been there and done it for the last three seasons, please, please miss me with that. The New Zealand Warriors, once again, having a fantastic season. I really don't want to upset Warriors fans because, fuck, I, I mentioned a tweet the other day um, saying how bad the Sharks were, and I got absolutely pizzled for it. I'm still getting pizzled for it. It's fucking bizarre. There's a small minority of Warriors fans who, unfortunately, make a lot of noise and miss, they very much so misrepresent the New Zealand Warriors fan base. And it's very unfortunate because I know a lot of the Warriors fans, they're happy to fly under the radar. They're happy to be sitting where they're sitting and they don't expect to get pats on the back all the time. But the reality with the New Zealand Warriors, the last time they won a finals game was the 2011 prelim final. I repeat, the 2011 prelim final to get into the grand final against the Manly Seagulls. It has been more than 10 years since the New Zealand Warriors as a franchise have won a finals game. More than 10 years. The 2011 prelim was the last time the Warriors won a finals game. Now, is this a different squad? 100%. I am not denying that in any way, shape, or form. But once again, it comes down to finals experience. It is a completely different game once you get to finals footy. And the Penrith Panthers have shown that over the last couple of years. And you know the Penrith Panthers right now, they're not in top gear. They might be super impressive, but they're not in top gear. They've got another gear to go to. They will get to the week out from finals and go, okay, our season's about to begin. 
Whereas all these other teams are fighting it out just to hang in that top four. The Penrith Panthers have been sitting there all season and they will remain there for the rest of the season. And when the bright lights turn on and the calendar turns to September, that's when the Penrith Panthers go, okay, let's play Panthers footy now. You've got the Broncos who are hoping to get their second win since 2017 in the finals this year. You've then got the New Zealand Warriors who are hoping to have their first win in over 10 years in the final series. The last time they won a finals game was Sean Johnson's debut year, 2011. Unbelievable stuff. It is just insane to think about. It is wild. So once again, finals experience matters. The Broncos haven't won a game in five years. The Warriors haven't won a game in 12 years. The Cowboys, this is another team that's been thrown up a lot. And, you know, obviously last night they lost to the uh, to the Gold Coast Titans, which is, you know, a huge loss for them. That one's a real stinger. People, this, this post was before then. So I'll include the Cowboys in this conversation because I still do think they are premiership contenders despite a bad game last night. The reality is with the Cowboys, they've won one finals game in the last five years. So if you have a look at those three teams, which a lot of people nominated, told me that I'm sleeping on and I'm underappreciating, that's all good and well. The Broncos, the Warriors, and the Cowboys, if you combine their records over the last five years, they have won a grand total of two finals games. Two finals games. That's it. Nothing more. The Penrith Panthers have won eight of their last ten in the last three years. Finals experience matters. It has always mattered and it will always matter. This is why I've got the Penrith Panthers on a completely different level to everyone else. The Melbourne Storm, a fantastic side. And I think on their day, I think they genuinely could beat the Penrith Panthers. They've got strike power everywhere, especially if they get Ryan Pappenhausen back. But the reality is the Melbourne Storm haven't been the same Melbourne Storm side since Cam Smith retired. And there's been other things that have gone into that. Losing Brandon Smith, losing Tino, losing these big forwards, that has really, really hurt the Melbourne Storm. And there's no denying that whatsoever. But if they do get their big four on the field, come the back end of the season, come September footy, I genuinely give them a chance. But it should be noted that since Cam Smith retired, the Melbourne Storm have won one from three finals games. One from three. Just about unheard of by Melbourne Storm standards. And they've still had all these guys during that period. They've still had Jerome Hughes. They've still had Cam Munster. They've still had Harry Grant. They've managed to unearth Ryan Pappenhausen. He got the Clive Churchill medal in 2020. Since Cameron Smith left, though, in my opinion, the greatest player we've ever seen, the greatest game manager rugby league has ever seen, and he's probably handed over that title to Nathan Cleary. He has been the best game manager in finals footy. You can say whatever you want about origin, and that's fine, but in finals footy over the last three years, the best game manager has by far and away been Nathan Cleary, and there is no question about that at all, in my mind. Adam Reynolds, probably a close second, but he didn't even play finals footy last year, realistically. So I don't know how you could not give it to Nathan Cleary. So since Cam Smith, the Melbourne Storm, they are one from three. Keep in mind, during that period, um, the Penrith Panthers, they are six from seven. A pretty clear difference there between the two sides. The South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they have a very good finals record over the last few years. They managed to get to a prelim final or a grand final just about every single season. What I would say about South Sydney, though, and this is my worry with South as far as they go with this Penrith Panthers side, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How has the Rabbitohs season finished the last three seasons in a row? I'll give you the hot tip. It was the Penrith Panthers. The Penrith Panthers have managed to beat them in every single sudden death game that they have played the South Sydney Rabbitohs in over the last three years. The Bunnies beat them in that finals week one game where they were fucking tremendous. There's no doubt about that. They were fantastic. But in all those sudden death games when the bright lights are on, Penrith Panthers have beaten them three years in a row and ended their season. So you've got all these teams, Broncos, Warriors, Cowboys, Storm, Souths, all with these amazing sides, all playing incredible footy. There is no doubt about that. Everyone telling me I'm sleeping on them. No, I'm not. The reason why I've got the Penrith Panthers above is because the season starts for them in September. For a lot of these teams, the season started in March, not for the Penrith Panthers. This entire 27-week season has been just about keeping their head above water, getting themselves into a top-four spot, and get ready for a four-week assault on this premiership to take home their third in a row. That has always been their objective. And this team is going to be primed, and they're going to be ready to go, and September is going to show up on the calendar, and the Penrith Panthers are going to go, all right, sweet, let's click into gear. I'll give you some numbers here. The Penrith Panthers, as I said, they've won eight of their last ten finals games over the last three years. Across those three years, they've conceded, on average, 14.2 points in their last 10 finals games. So across those 10 finals games, they've conceded, on average, just 14.2 points per game. Now, keep in mind, in the 2020 season, before this Panthers team probably was the Penrith Panthers that we have come to know and love over the last couple of years, or that I have anyway, uh, they conceded a lot of points in the 2020 final series. I'm just going to get those points up to illustrate it to you, because then I'm going to blow your mind with some numbers. So if you have a look at the Penrith Panthers in the 2020 series, when it was their first time as a, you know, as a team, realistically, all together as this group, finals week one, they beat the Roosters 29 to 28. So they conceded 28 points there. Finals week two, they beat the South Sydney Rabbitohs 20 to 16. They conceded 16 points there. So above their average. The week after that was the grand final where they conceded 26 points to the Melbourne Storm. If you look at just the last two years, so since the Penrith Panthers have gone undefeated in finals games, so they, they dropped one game to South Sydney, but since that Penrith Panthers team has gone back-to-back premiers, in finals games, they are conceding an average of 10.2 points per game. 10 points per game on average the Penrith Panthers are conceding. You can try and tell me that I'm posting about them and I'm getting excited about them because they beat the Sharks the other night, but respectfully, you're a complete and utter moron if you believe that. The reason why I'm backing this Panther side in is because they've shown the pedigree for a number of years now and they have shown over the last few years why they are the team winning premierships because they get to September and they turn it up a gear and they defend their asses off. The best defensive team will nine times out of ten or seven times out of eight over the last eight years win the premiership. And the Penrith Panthers, they are that team once again and when they get to finals they tend to get even better and I know this they will this year again the Penrith Panthers they are doing something truly special and I am willing to bet right now that they do win their third premiership in a row all these other teams are fantastic they're playing great footy this year but when it comes down to finals footy a lot of these teams are either inexperienced lacking over the last few years or or at the end of the day, they simply cannot beat the Penrith Panthers on the big stages. That's what all these teams have in common. The Broncos haven't won since 2017. The Warriors, sorry, the Broncos haven't been in a, in a final since 2017. The Warriors, their last finals win was in 2011. Remember when Sean Johnson was bouncing around and James Maloney was the 5'8"? Ivan Cleary was the fucking coach and Nathan Cleary was the ball boy. The Cowboys, they've won one finals game in the last five seasons. The Storm, their one win from three finals games since Cam Smith retired. 
And the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a tremendous team. They can win in finals. They play some of their best footy then. Who can't they beat? The Penrith Panthers. I'll give you the hot tip. Hot tip. In order to win this premiership, you're probably going to have to beat the Penrith Panthers. Or someone else is going to have to do it for you. I'm just not sure who that team is going to be this season. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.